Today's daf is daf mem tess. We're going to have some fun. We are beginning the Gemara uh, uh, right after the Mishnah mem tess amud beis. All right. The Mishnah said that nizikin is shamin lahen beidis. Is that for damages? So uh, the classical case the Torah is referring to over there is that uh, your ox went in and and damaged someone's field, right? Went and ate somebody's. Th- so what do you pay? You pay the idis, right? Now the gist of this Mishnah was that these are all because of tikkun olam, right? For the following suit of the last uh, parak that Rachamim came along for the betterment of society. But the Gemara has a very simple question. It's going to take us to the bottom of Mentesman Aleph to get the answer. Is that Lechorah, the Pazik says, Meitav Sadeo, Meitav Karma Yeshalem. The Torah says it has to be Idis. Meitav Sadeo, Meitav Karma Yeshalem. You have to pay from the best of your lands, from the best of your, of your, your vineyards. So what do you mean that this is a Tikkun Olam? This is not a Tikkun Olam. Tikkun Olam implies that it's a man-made, uh, thing. But this is not a man-made. This is the Torah's requirement. That's the question we're going to be dealing with. Clear? Yeah. Alright. So let's see it inside. So, Gemara. What do you mean? Alright? Now, Amar Abaya, so Abaya says like this, look, our Mishnah makes sense that you need a rabbinical tikkun olam going in the shita of Rabbi Yishmol. Now, we're going to bring down a machlokas of Yishmol and Rabbi Akiva. Right? There's going to be a b'risa, and we're going to have to clarify Rabbi Akiva completely uh, as well before the end of the day. But what the machlok is between Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Akiva is as follows. Now, I'm going to tell you the maskana, but, uh, but we have to lead to get to that maskana. Is that Rabbi Yishmol, we're going to see how he reads the psukim, he learns when you pay uh, idis, it has to be, uh, it's it, it, it evaluated according to the metav of the nizak. Means from the best property of the damaged, the person you damaged, the, per- the, the one you damaged. Whereas Rabbi Akiva holds is that the metav you pay is based on the person that was damaged, the, uh, no, the person who did the damage, the damager, okay, the mazik. So is it the, the Torah says metav, but is it the metav of the nizak or is it the metav of the mazik? Now, let me just tell you right now, the initial understanding is as follows, and the Gemara is going to say, that can't be what Rabbi Shmuel meant. But initially, the Gemara thought that what Rabbi Shmuel meant is like this, is that, let's say your ox went in and damaged uh, a, a row of, of, of produce. Now, that row of pr- produce, if it's kochush, if it's inferior quality, would be worth, let's say, the whole row would be $50, the whole row. If that row was of uh, superior quality payrolls, so then that would be worth $500. Right? The Havamina right now is that Rabbi Shmuel is saying is, is that, you know what, we're penalizing the, uh, the Mazik, that even if that was inferior. It was a Ziburis row. It was an inferior row. The Mazik still has to pay Metav of the Nizak. He has to pay compared to what the best row of the Maz- of the Nizak would be. It means he might end up paying 500 for a damage that only took place with 50. 
And on that, Rabbi Akiva says, he says, no, that can't be. You know, you don't pay more than you pay. It just means you pay from the best of what the mazik has. And we'll tweak it. Now we're going to see that, that the, the Gemara is going to say that's not a position that Ishmael could be holding, but we're going to get to it. The point we're trying to make at the maskana of when we do clarify between the, the machlokes between Rabbi Chiv and Rabbi Shmuel, we're going to circle back and say, ah, in the sheet of Rabbi Shmuel now, I understand how there can be a takanas chachamim that, uh, that's even more than what the Torah requires. Let's see. So Moses says as follows, So I'm Rabbi, The way to learn our Mishnah, that there's a, t- a Tikkun Olam, is going like to be small. To Amar, Midah, Raisa, Bedenizah, Shaiminah. That Mina Torah, from the Torah's perspective, when we calculate the Metav, whose Metav is it, is the Nizah. So therefore comes along Chachamim and said, no, no. We are making a Tikkun Olam that it has to be the properties of the Mazik. Now we'll get to exactly how it works in a moment. My Rabbi Shmuel, what exactly is the position of Rabbi Shmuel? The son of Elantin Abraisa, mate of Sadeo, mate of Karma Yeshalim. So the Pesach emphasizes it has to be mate of... So comes along Rabbi Shmuel says mate of Sadeo Shal Nizak, a mate of Karma Shal Nizak. Div Rabbi Shmuel. Now again, in the Havamina we think what he means is that even if it damaged only the row of 50, you still have to pay the best of his rows, you'd have to pay like the row of 500. On that, Rabbi Akiva says, That's not what the puzzle is going to tell you. The puzzle is going to tell you that you collect from the best, but the best of whose properties? The best the of, not the Nizak, but the best of the Mazik. Alright? And Rabbi Akiva then adds in, And we make a Kalvachomer to Hegdish. And we'll deal with that. What kind of a Kalvachomer is there to Hegdish? But let's focus now on the main Machlokas, right? On the primary Machlokas. What's the Machlokas between Rabbi Yishmael and Rabbi Akiva going on over here? Says the Gemara like this. Now again, Frek the Gemara. It says, Rabbi Yishmael doesn't make sense. He says, that means if your ox went in, Rabbi Yishmael, let's say your ox did, your ox uh, uh, damaged the superior, the highest quality of the, of the Nizak's It damaged the $500 row. So what would he pay over there? $500. So it makes no sense. So the damage of 500 pays 500. But the damage of 50, he also pays 500. He says that Lachora is not a logic when you're paying compensation for damage. It can't be that sometimes you pay, sometimes you pay more, sometimes you pay less. And you pay when when it, uh, right, and that, right that, but it doesn't it's not it doesn't com- uh, compute right if you're telling me you always have to pay three times so then it makes no difference what the amount would be then I understand it's three times whatever the damage is but it can't be sometimes it's exact and sometimes it's, it, it, it's going to be more that doesn't make sense so one says like this. So, Achel Shmeina, Mashal Mashmeina. Achel Kusha, Mashal Mashmeina, that's Vitmiya. And if you ate the weak one, the, the inferior one, what's the pediment? So, therefore, comes along Rabidi Bar Avin, he says like this. Now, let me explain to you now outside what Rabidi Bar Avin, uh, he's going to say like this. He says, You're right, that would not be logical, but I'll tell you what the case is like this. You're right. If you know what the damage is, then what's the rule? Pay the damage, meaning. If it's Achal Shmeina, pay the Shmeina. Achal Kusha, pay the Kusha. You know what the Torah is being mocked over here? The case is where the animal went into a field that had both rows of Kusha and Shmeina, ate one of the rows, and we don't know 
which one it would be. Comes along the Torah and says, but mate of Sadeh, may David Karishalam, it's Rabbi Shmuel Shita, is that if you don't know, what do you have to pay? You pay the Shmeina, you don't pay the Kusha. That's the explanation of Rabbi Shmuel. So therefore, Moses says, Hakamaya Skina, Kikancha Akla, Aruga, Bain Arugas. It ate a row amongst the other rows. We don't know. In such a case, you have to pay the higher value of the rows and not the lower values. Comes along, Rabbi says that also is not makes, does not make sense because we have Rashi actually brings a psukim for it. We have based on psukim the financial the rule of thumb by all financial payments is hamotzi michavero alavaraya. He says, so therefore, how could it be that if you don't know which one it is, you're going to have to pay the higher amount? It should be the burden of proof should be on the claimant. And therefore, in such a case, if the Nizak wants to get paid the higher amount, then he should have to prove it. That can't be the shot in the Pasuk either. So I'm a rubber. If we would have known that it was Kusha, then you tell me you would have paid Kusha. So Hashtag, the Loya Dina, now that it's a Suffolk, because we don't know, it's Mashal and Shmena, whatever happened to the rule of Amotim Echabeu or Lavariah, they're approved, the responsibility of proof is on the claimant. What happened to that rule? Ella comes along now, Rav Achabar Yaakov, and this is the shot we're going to stick with. Listen to this. The case is as follows. All right? This is what Rabbi Shmuel holds. I mean, Rabbi Shmuel Avada, if you damage $500 worth of damage, you're going to pay $500. If you damage $50, you're going to pay $50. The question, though, is what quality of land do you have to pay? Because you can either give a half an acre if it's high quality, or it's going to be three acres if it's poor quality, but it's still going to only be worth $50 or $500. It's not going to change value, right? Obviously, the person who's receiving the payment, he would rather have the small, it's easier to take care of, high quality is easier to flip, so he would rather have the high quality. But we're not talking about value, as we said, damage value that you have to pay them out. And Raji Shita, by the way, is cash is king. Meaning, if the, ma- if the mazik has cash... That's the first thing you have to pay. We're only talking about over here, since he doesn't have cash, and you have to pay from properties. Now the question is, what level, what quality of property do you have to pay? So therefore, it comes along now, Rav Achabar Yaakov, his mazba like this. Let's say, now again, we spoke about this yesterday. Quality is, 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 is subjective to what I have. So let's say, let's say the best property of the Nizak, right? He had different grades of quality, the, the, the person who was damaged. And his highest quality of land is actually only equal to the inferior quality of the Mazik. Means the Mazik has much higher grades of land. Okay? Now, so what Rabbi Shmuel Shita is, Rabbi Shmuel Shita is, it's actually a leniency, right? That you only have to pay the highest quality of land that the Nizak has. You don't have to pay more than that level, which means you don't have to pay two grades up. Even if the Mazak has two grades up, you have to pay full value. But full value, which means it comes out like this, that let's say the Mazik's Ziburis, the lowest level land of the Mazik, was equal to the highest level land of the Nizak. According to Rabbi Ishmael, you only, the, the Mazik only has to give his Ziburis. 
Why does he only have to give his Zipporahs? Because the Denizak Shaimina, because this is the best quality land of the Nizak. Rabbi Akiva disagrees with him. Rabbi Akiva says no. Again, we're not arguing about value. But he says, Mazik Shaminan, which means that even though the Nizak did not have anything near the quality of land that the Mazik has, you have to pay the highest quality of land of the Mazik. Which means who's being the stringent opinion? Rabbi Akiva is being machmer, he's penalizing. The Mazik is being penalized over here that you have to give your highest quality Right of land and not the highest quality of the, the so and so therefore comes out and therefore that's the machlokas of here. So Bishmol basically is is it's, it's a big leniency for the mazik because the mazik doesn't have to give his best quality. All he has to give is the best quality of the nizak. That's what comes out now. Keep that in mind, because I'm going to fast forward over here. One second, I'm going to fast forward here. Now, now we understand, the Mishnah is going like Rabbi Shmuel, that even though Minat Torah, you only have to give the best quality of the Nizak, the Chachamim wanted to penalize, we'll see exactly what the Swara is, the Chachamim wanted to penalize the Gaz, the, 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 the Mazik, and make people be more careful about the way they watch their animals, except whatever they think. And therefore they said that even though really, according to the Torah, you could get away with paying the best quality of the Nizak, we're going to penalize you and pay the best quality of the Mazik. That's where the rabbinical element comes in because of Tikkun Olam, and therefore the Mishnah can go only like Rabbi Shmuel, can't go like Rabbi Akiva, because according to Rabbi Akiva, you already have in a Torah, the Mazik Shamina. That's how we're going to explain our Mishnah. Okay, so if the guy who is uh, the, uh, the, the Mazik is a poor guy... Okay. And the, uh, the well, he can only pay what he has, so it's not going to make a difference. I can't get more than what I have. Yeah, but he doesn't have more. If he doesn't have more, he doesn't have more. He's not giving more money. He's only giving the quality of land. So therefore, the Mazik can only affect him if he has higher quality. It can't affect him if he has lesser quality, because he can't give what he doesn't have. Think about it. Okay, let's go back. So Gemara says like this. So says the Gemara. So again, for Hakamai Askin, we're dealing over there. You're going to eat this the Nizak. That the best quality lands were on top of Mentesmadal. The best quality of lands of the Nizak were equal to the Ziburus to the worst quality of lands of the Mazik. Rabbi Shmuel Sabah Nizak. Rabbi Shmuel Sabah the Nizak Shaminon. That you go by the Nizak. Now, let's understand what, why each one comes to, based on the reading of the Psukim, comes to what he feels. So it says like this, Rabbi Shmuel, we're going to see like this. Rabbi Shmuel says that if you look earlier in the Parsha, in Parsha and Shpatim, the Pasuk talks about the animal goes into somebody else's field and damages, right? It says, Ubi'er bezdeh acher. That the animal went and consumed the steacher. Now, whose field are we talking about in that pasuk, in the earlier pasuk in the in the parsha? Ubiyer the steacher. Clearly, that's going on the nizak because the nizak's field is getting damaged. So therefore, he says, just as the word sadeh, the derushava, just as the word in biers deacher was referring to the land of the nizak, so over here too, when it says meitav sadehu. Whose sadeh are we talking about? The meitav of the nizak. That's the way Rabbi Shmuel learns the pesukim. It's the same pasuk. Based on what it's a, it's a, it's a, it, uh, is it, I don't know if it's a he or ish. It means earlier in the pasuk. 
It's early, early, not, not psukim before. Early psukim, same pasuk. So he says like this. So therefore, later on in the psukim, it says the word sade. Then and it says earlier in the pasuk it says the word sade. So it's but the nizak is referring to the sade of the nizak because the erbes de'achar clearly is going on the nizak sade. It's also but the nizak that's how it comes along. Rabbi Akiva does not hold the gzera shava. He says, look at the simple shot in the pasuk. It says like this: Meitav sadeu yishalim. Who's paying? So, so therefore, Meitav sadeu yishalim. It's clear. It's the Meitav sadeu of the mazik. How can you say it's going on the nizak? Right? So he says like this: Rabbi Akiva said, Meitav sadeu yishalim. The high. Who's Meitav sadeu? The common, the high become shalom. The guy who is paying, the high become shalom. That's the one who has to pay. So basically, Rabbi Akiva is saying the simple shot over here clearly he's talking about the field of the mazik. Right now, the question is, what does Rabbi Yishmol do with that? It's, you know, he had a Masora of the Gzei Roshova. What do you deal with the, the simple reading of the Pasuk? It's very hard to read that, Rabbi Shmuel's Shita. Rabbi Kivik could say that it didn't hold of the Gzei Roshova. And sorry, you don't have that Masora. Fine. But in Rabbi Shmuel, what do you do with the fact, the simple reading? So what is going to say is like this. The one is going to say, according to Rabbi Shmuel, you have both scenarios. You have a scenario where it's the Nizak Shaiminan, and that's 99% of the cases, because the Xerish Shava tells you that you pay the highest quality that you pay is only up to the level of what the Nizak has, and even if the Mazak has, if it comes out to be the worst, equal to the worst quality of the Mazak, that's all he has to pay. I, what about the simple reading of the Pasuk? It's mashma that there are times that with the Mazik Shaiminan, that Rabbi Akiva said, he says, yes, there are scenarios where that's going to happen as well. And let me explain to you when that's going to be. Let's say, very interesting scenario. Let's say over here, the, 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 the land that was damaged, all right, which, uh, which again is is assessed usually by the highest quality of what the of the nizak has, according to But let's say the highest quality of the nizak actually fell in between. It means the nizak has a quality B. All right, the mazik only has quality C and quality A. So his his edith is higher than what the highest level of what the Nizak has. But his only other option, his Ziburis, is less. He doesn't have a Bainanis. He doesn't have an equal now. So now like this. If you would have just based yourself on the Gzei Shava, the Gzei Shava teaches you, but the Nizak Shaminan, the Mazik never has to pay more than what the highest quality of the Nizak has. He would be able to get away with giving his Ziburis even though his Ziburis is less than what the Nizak's quality of land is, because he doesn't have to give more, but he doesn't have equal, he would have to give less. Ahani crawl, that's why the Pazik says, there are times that you're going to have to give the Metav of the Mazik. When are you going to have to give the Metav of the Mazik? If he doesn't have a land that's equal to what the Nizak, he has to give his better land. So that's what Rabbi Shmuel says, there is a case of the Mazik Shaminan. Generally, the Zereshava teaches you the Nizak Shaminan, and not by, you don't have to do the Metav of the Mazik, the Metav of the Nizak. But if the Mazik doesn't have anything that's equivalent, he cannot give less, in that case, he's going to have to give more. That's how Rabbi Shmuel understands it. So, Rabbi Shmuel, 
Shava of Hanik Kra. That the Xerah Shava helps you and also the Pasuk helps you. A Hanik Xerah Shava, look at the Amra, and that's what we said. Generally, 99 peg, what's going to be, but a Nizak Shaminan, only up to the, it's capped at the highest level of what the Nizak has. But a Hanikra, but the Pazik also helps you in a certain scenario. Where is that? The E is Leila Mazik, Idis Vaziburis. Let's say the Mazik has two types of land. He has Idis, and he has his superior land, and he has inferior. He has nothing in between. Vaziburis today, however, his inferior land, Loi Shavik, Idis the Nazik, is not of the same quality. We're not talking about value here. For example, it's not of the same quality as the Idis of who? The of the Nizak. There, the Mishalem Lehmimeita, he has to give his highest quality, even though his highest quality is higher than the quality of the highest quality of the Nizak, and usually you don't have to give more than that, in this case you're going to be giving more. Alright, now, that's the that's bottom line, what have we done so far? What we've done so far is explain the Machlokah between Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Shmuel, with this Ebenezer Shamina, which is a leniency, which is Rabbi Shmuel, and with Mavazik Shamina, which is a Chumrah, which is the Shita of Rabbi Akiva. But Rabbi Shmuel will hold that the rabbis came along, it's Akan Chachamim, to say, but the Mazik Shamina, and therefore our Mishnah would be going like who? Like Rabbi Yishmael. Like Rabbi Yishmael. Like Rabbi Yishmael. Like Rabbi Yishmael. Cannot be going like Rabbi Akiva, because Rabbi Akiva holds not a Takan as Chachamim, it's actually the rise that you have to do. Okay, now, comes along the Gemara and one says, Let's, but Rabbi Akiva said something else. Rabbi Akiva said, he said that, the purpose of the Pasuk was not to teach me, but the Nizak, the Chara teaching me, that we are explaining it. He said that, alright, but, and also, and you make a Kalva Chomer to Hegdish. Then what is, what is the Kalva Chomer to Hegdish? What is Rabbi Akiva? Loba, Kosov, El Alikvas, and Nezakim, and He says, the purpose of the Pasuk was tell me that Nezakim should be collected from Idis. And Kalvachomer Lehegdis. My Kalvachomer Lehegdis. What does that mean? Now, what maybe you'll tell me is like this. Is what Rebekah is saying is, just as your Machmir, just as your Machmir, that by Nezokin, it has to be Idis. And he actually acts more. And it has to be Idis of the Mazik, to be more Machmir. So Kalvachomer, we're going to be Machmir, that if your ox damaged, not another person, but if your ox damaged the properties of, of the Hegdish, you also are going to have to pay Idis. Maybe that's, maybe that would be the Kalvachomer. So therefore, like this, Na'ilem, and maybe you're coming to tell me, is the Nakhe Turadi Don, the Turadi Hegdish. That maybe if our ox, a human being's ox damaged Hegdish. The problem with that is the Chachamim hold, that the positive that talks about damaging, it says that, 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 ish is shara eyu. The primary positive talks about one ox damaging another ox. Take a look at Tosus, so there are other types of damages, but they fall under the same thing. But it talks about the Karen, that my ox damages shara eyu. Now why did it say specifically the shore of another human being? So the Chachamim say to teach me is that, whatever, there is a cost, whatever the reason is, but if your ox damages a human being, you have payments. But if your ox damages Hegdish, when you damage Hegdish, there are no payments. Butter. At all. At all. So that can't be the Kalvachomer. The Kalvachomer is that, 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 just as by us, by, by Nizokin, it's, 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 it is, so too by Hegdish. But can't be damaging Hegdish, because damaging Hegdish, there's no, there's no, there's no penalty. There's no penalty. That's what he goes. So that can't be the pshat. 
Ella says the case, I'll tell you, maybe it's not talking about Rabbi Akiva, this Kalva Chomer, was not dealing with damage. Maybe it's talking about uh, financial obligation, a chayv. Meaning like this, if I, let's say, made a commitment, I'm going to pay the base of Migdosh, I'm going to pay the Gizba, I'm going to give him a thousand dollars, and I don't have cash, so what happens in such a case? The base of Migdosh are going to come and claim from my property. What quality of property? I have to give a thousand dollars, has to be given. But what quality has, has to be given? So maybe it's telling you, just as Kavacham, just as Mizakin, we see what's the level. The highest. So, so therefore, for a Chov, you also have to pay a, a thousand. You got that, that, that's what it's telling you. Right. So the Moses is like this. El Omar Hare Alai Mana Lebedakabais. The guy said, I'm going to give a hundred zoos to Bedakabais. To us it gives, but Vishakum Idis takes in the Idis. So first of all, the Moses is like this. One second. Why should it be different than any regular Balchayv? And we learned in our mission, what does a Balchayv collect from? Bainanis. So therefore, why should there be different than a regular case of Balchayv, which is from Bainanis? That's problem number one. All right. So they have a lawyer Ella Bal Chayv or Bal Chayv. The Adino Bebeinanis has collected Bebeinanis. Now maybe you'll tell me the way uh, that Rabbi Akiva will explain this is maybe Rabbi Akiva our Mishnah was the Chachamim Shita, but there is opinion we're going to see that holds a Bal Chayv doesn't collect from Bebeinanis. He actually collects from Idis, a regular Bal Chayv. So maybe the reason why by Hegdesh. We allow the Hegdis to collect from an outstanding Chol from Idis, because a regular Baal Chol collects from Idis. So you don't have a Kasha. Our Mishnah says Bainis and a Chol, but Rabbi Akiva doesn't hold like our Mishnah. He holds that Baal Chol maybe is Idis. So Vichitema, Kosov Rabbi Akiva Baal Chol, Shakol de Idis, right? He says, like, like, like in the Zokin, where do we, why would we get, we know the Torah doesn't mention what a Baal Chol collects from. Why would we think a Chol is paid from Idis? Why would you have thought that? Where do you get in your mind to think that if somebody owes you money, he should pay you from Idis? Why would you have thought that? Because we have a case in the Torah where someone owes you money, we make him pay from Idis. By, by Nezokin. He says, so therefore the whole thing won't make sense by Hegdish. Because if you tell me the sheet that holds that a Baal can take from Idis, because it's like Nezokin, that only works between Adam and Chavero. But by Hegdish, you don't have that Kavachom. Because by, by Hegdish, by, if you damage Hegdish, you're part of the Gamre. So how can you learn from there that a Baal for Hegdish would be Idis? Right, you understand that the logic doesn't flow. Moses is like this, so therefore, so chitem akasav rabbi akiva balchov shakol the idis like a din of nezokin ikalam ifrach. So you can ask on the kavachomer what kind of kavachomer is rabbi akiva making? Ma'ala balchov shakan yavad koychem nezokin a balchov by nezokin he's got strength he can collect from another person. I mean a balchov I mean a human being by nezokin he can collect from a from from the mazik he can collect uh, with idis. So then I can apply. So a chov also collect by from from idis, but you can't say that with hegdish. So the time of the hegdish again, they're weakened by nezokin. What does it mean they're weakened by nezokin? Because when it comes to nezokin, they're potter. So how can you then 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 then, then transfer the information of nezokin to uh, to to chol, and all of a sudden by chol now you could collect idis in the case of hegdish. They can't collect nezokin. How can they collect idis? This is like this. Okay, you're right. Go back to the drawing board. Let's go back to what we originally said. What did Rabbi Akiva's Kavachomer is? Rabbi Akiva's Kavachomer was that just as by Nezek we see you have to pay Idis, 
By head dish, you have to pay head dish. So, so, so what we're going to say is, yes, it means when your ox damages head dish, you're going to have to pay it this. Ah, you're going to ask me a question that we had, Rabbi Kiva doesn't hold like the Chachomim. Rabbi Akiva is going to hold like Rabbi Shimon Benassia. Rabbi Shimon Benassia actually holds like this. Let me tell you his shita. He says, Rabbi Shimon Benassia's shita is that Shara'eyu means that there is a difference between your ox damning another person and your ox damaging Hegdish. Chachomim learned the difference is what? Patur. Patur. That's not Shimon Benassia. Rabbi Shimon Benassia learns it's Patur only when it's Hegdish's ox damaged you. If Hegdish's ox damages you, then Hegdish is patur. What happens if it's the other way around, that your ox damages Hegdish? Actually, that it's more chamur. Why? Because usually, if an ox damages, first three times, chatzinezek, it's 50%. The, only after it becomes a muad, third time, fourth time, we'll talk about it, it then becomes nezek shalem. That din is only shor isha shor That's the positive saying. That there's a difference. By hegdish, it all of a sudden goes from zero to a hundred percent. There is no chatzinezek. Now it comes out that the koch of hegdish by nezakin is actually stronger than a regular person. Regular person, first of all, a regular person, doesn't matter who damages who, you have to pay. And the first times, it's, uh, it's chatzinezek. Hegdish, if hegdish damages you, they don't even have to pay you if they damage you. And if you damage them, Right it's right away Nezek Shalem. Now you can make the Kalva Chomer. If Nezakin by a human being is Idis, then Kalva Chomer by Hegdish for sure should be Idis. That explains the Shita of the Amos of Plan Rabbi Akiva Shita. So Moses says like this, L'chayram, it seems like, L'aylam, Danachay Torah Didan, the Torah de Hegdish. Yes, it is talking about that our ox damaged the ox of the Beis Amikdash. But Rabbi Akiva does not hold like the Chachamim. That's not how he dances. He learns like Rabbi Shimon Menasia. The sign of Rabbi Shimon Menasia, Aimer, Shorshel Hegdish, Shinagal, Shorshel Hedyot, that if Hegdish's ox damages someone else, then Taka's Potter. What about the other way around? Vishal Hedyot, Shinagal, Shorshel Hegdish, that person's ox damaged Hegdish. Bain Tam, Bain Muad, Mishalem, Nezek, Shalem. And therefore, it comes out, that actually the koach of Nezokim, Lagabe Hegdish, is more chamur. So therefore, if you say by a human being it's idis, that there's a, a then Kavachamur Hegdish is going to be idis as well. Now, listen to what the one is going to ask now, and then we'll, we'll, we're going to see why, uh, how we get out of that question. We brought down, uh, uh, we, our original question we had was, our Mishnah seems to say there was a Takhono that you pay Nezokim in Aedis. Terrorist says you have to pay Nezokim in Aedis. So we said no. We said that actually it's going like the Sheet of Rabbi Shmuel. Why is it only going like Rabbi Shmuel? Because he really holds with the Nizak Shaminon. And, and, and Rabbi Akiva, we said, holds with a mazik shaminon. But Rabbi Akiva holds, Rabbi Yishmael holds only a Takhonos Chachamim makes it a mazik. It's not Midaraisa. So it's more like this. If you look at the Bryce that we brought down, the Machlokz of Shmuel and Rabbi Akiva, right? 
So, we, the way we're learning it, there are two arguments going on. The two arguments are, first of all, is it a Nizik Shamina or a Mazik Shamina? And then, he adds a second halacha, which we're saying now, is that you can make a Kavachomer to Hegdish, because also, he doesn't agree with the Chachamim. You don't say, Shor Re'eyu, Veloshel Shel Hegdish. You make it, it's even more Chomer, there's no Chatsi Nezek, it's Nezek Shalem. So basically, Rabbi Akiva is disagreeing with the Chachamim, or with the Tanakhama in two points. Number one, it's B'mazik Shaminan, not B'nizak Shaminan. And number two, there's a Kalachomer from Hegdish that you can make from, from the Zokin to Hegdish. So it's going like this. Why then do we have to even say? Maybe the whole Brysa was only focusing on one Kalachomer. Who says Rabbi Akiva holds like different than Rabbi Shmuel? Maybe he agrees with Rabbi Shmuel that it's B'nizak Shaminan. And therefore, and the only Machlok does he argue, can you make a Kalachomer or not make a Kalachomer? If you hold like the Chachamim, you can't make the Chachamim. If you hold like the Shemanas, you could. Maybe the only Machlobs, and ever, what you gain from this is, then the Mishnah goes like everybody. Because then a Takana could be that it's B'mazik Shamin. It's only a Takana. But Rabbi Akiva doesn't disagree. How do you know he's disagreeing in the case of Nizak and Mazik? Right? Why is it like this? Well, that's, we're going to go back and see, is it clear or not? We're going to go back. Now, Iachi, if so, who says they're arguing in a case where the Idis of the Nizak, the highest level of the Nizak, was equal to the lowest level of the Mazik? And the question is, you go by the Nizak Shaminan, or you go by Mazik, and he has to pay his highest level. Who says they argue about that case? Maybe everybody agrees, but in Nizak Shaminan. Well, if everybody agrees, then what's Rabbi Akiva arguing with Rabbi Yishmael? He's arguing about the Kalva Chomer. That's what he's arguing. That you could make the Kavachom into Hegdish. That you cannot make the Kavachom into Hegdish. Now, one is going to analyze the Bryce and it's going to give three reasons why this is not correct. And actually, from the Bryce, it's clear that Rabbi Akiva has to be disagreeing, not just about the Kava Chomer, but it's also disagreeing that it's not with the Nizik Shamina, but it's literally about disagreeing with Mazik. Let's go through them. So, number one, take a look. If you go back to the Bryce, right, we, the Bryce was, uh, 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 uh Where's the place? Amrabai Lotzer El Rabbi Shmuel Mahi Mai Rabbi Shmuel the Sanya everyone see it that's on the Memchesem Adays the Sanya Meitav Sadeo Meitav Karmo Yishalem Meitav Sadeo Shul Nizak Meitav Karmo Shul Nizak Div Rabbi Shmuel so Shmuel is clear what is Rabbi Shmuel saying Nizak Shaminer comes along Rabbi Akiva says Lo Ba Kosev El Ligbos the Nizakin Mina Idis. What is he saying there? Meaning, if he agrees with Rabbi Yishmael, everyone agrees that it's mina edis, yeah. and if he agrees that it's min, and that's, that it, it's min, from the dmei niza, from the meitav of the niza, then what's he adding with that line? Right? Why is he adding that line? It only makes sense if that line's coming to tell me that he holds the mazik shamina. Number one, right? Imkain milo ba kosev. Number one, ve'od and furthermore, this is a gavaldig kasha. The Kalvachomer only works if you're being a machmir. 
If you're being machmer, if we're machmer by nezokin, so chomer, we're going to be machmer by hegdish. But if he holds like Rabbi Yishmael, Rabbi Yishmael is actually the lenient opinion. Because Rabbi Yishmael holds but a nizak shaminan. Now if Rabbi Yishmael holds but a nizak shaminan, and Rabbi Akiva came along and said but a mazik shaminan, which I'm going to be machmer by nezokin, and just as I'm machmer by nezokin, kalvachom. But if you're being meikil, how can you make a kalvachomer to a... To the lenient opinion. You can't make a kavachomer to the cooler opinion. But the Oj says the Gemara, he says the Chora, my kavachomer to Hegdish. How does your kavachomer go to Hegdish if he holds like a Yishmol? It's the lenient opinion. And the third one, which is the one that knocks it out of the water completely, we have another Brysa. The Oj, and furthermore, Amar of Ashi, he says like this, Tanya Behedya, we have an explicit Brysa. This Brysa, Eina Lachuva. It says, made of Sadeo, made of Karma, Yeshalem, made of Sadeo, Shal Nizab, or made of Karma, Shal Nizab, Dibra Bishmol. So Bishmol clearly says, when it says in the Torah, made of, what does it refer to? Nizab. Comes on Rabbi Akiva, made of Sadeo, Shal Mazik, or made of Sadeo, Shal Mazik. You can't argue with that. He clearly says, Mazik, why did it bring that land? Whatever the point. But the point is, clearly, therefore, obviously, they're not just arguing about, can you make the Kaaba Homer? They're also arguing about whether you say Shal Nizab or Shal Mazik. Now, Ravina has a creative answer here. Ravina says, I don't like the answer we gave because that means our Mishnah can only go like the opinion of Rabbi Shmuel. I'm going to give you an answer that actually could make the Mishnah go like Rabbi Akiva as well. Now, in order to do that, I want to explain another machlokus. There's a big machlokus throughout Shas between Rabbi Shimon and the Chachamim. Rabbi Shimon, the Chachamim Shita is when the Torah says, a, 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 there's a halacha you follow the halacha you don't try to give reasons for the halacha for example the Torah says lo sachbol you're not allowed to take a mashkon overnight of an almona right you've got to go give it back you've got to give back the almona her mashkon right comes along Rabbi Shem and he says we dash in time of the crow we have a right to give reasons for the Torah's halachas, which have halachic nafkamina. He says that's only if the almana is poor. But if she's wealthy, then what? She doesn't need a bath. And therefore, if you hold on to a mashkon of an almana overnight, and she's wealthy, according to the Rabbi Shimon, you didn't do an avera. According to the Chachamim, you don't have a right to come and give what the reasons are. Torah said give it back, you have to give it back. But that's throughout Shaz, we have Rabbi Shimon's Darish time of the crop. And not only Darish time of the crop, but he uses it to make halachic differences. That is the reason. So what, the, what, what Ravina is going to say is, Rabbi Akiva holds like Rabbi Shimon, that we Darish in time of the crop. And what he's going to say is like this, is that, uh, that you're right. You're right. That our question was, it's Mashman seems to be a Takano. That's an enactment for the betterment of society that you have to pay Nezokin Minha Idis. Comes out of Ravina says is, it's a derisa. But the Mishnah is telling you that the Torah did this for the Takana, for the betterment of society. Since Rabbi Akiva holds like Rabbi Shimon, he's explaining why is it Nezokin from the Mazik? Why? For the betterment of society. Now, what we're gaining over here, because normally when you talk about Tikkun Olam, you're talking about something on a rabbinical level. Says Ravina, no, it's explaining that the reason the Torah did it for us, but then you have to hold like Rav Shimon. You can only give that as a reason, if you hold like Rav Shimon, that we dodge in time of the cross. Means the reason why the Torah said that it's Meitav Sadeh, Meitav Karma of the Mazik, 
is for tikkun uh, for for takanas for a tikkun olam for the betterment of society. That's what he's going to say. Let's see inside. So Moran says as follows. Let's read this inside. Matnisin lo am ravina malolam matnisin ravi kiv. You don't have to say the mission is only going like a shmuel. I have a way of learning that our mission can go like Rabbi Akiva. The Amar midaraisa, even though it's midaraisa, but the mazik shmaiminan. I so how are you calling it a tikkun olam if it's deraisa, right? Rab Shimon he the darish time of the cross who gives the reasoning for why the Torah mandates certain things. Uma tam kaamar, and he's explaining ma tam hanezokin shaman lehen beidis. Why is it that nezokin they calculated? That you have to give the best property, even if you didn't damage the best property, you have to pay from your best from your best property. Is tikkun olam that the Torah mandated because of tikkun olam? The Sanya, we're going to say the full brisa now of Rav Shimon Shita. I'm Rav Shimon. Amru Now the mitnei ma amru is difficult lashon because usually who's the ma amru? It's coming, but it's not explaining the Chacham, explaining the Torah. So it's actually some change the Girsa over here that should say, Mipnei Ma'amra Torah. Alright? If you take a look, I believe in the, uh, in, in, in the Mesorah Shas, you might make that am- amendment. Alright? I don't, anyway. But the point is, okay, but it's, it's saying, it's giving the explanation. It me- Was that? The rib makes the amendment. is because you have people that are thieves and chamsonim. Now a gazlin basically steals what you have. A chamsin makes you an offer you can't refuse. Means he, 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 you don't want to sell your land, but basically it says it's an offer you can't refuse. You know what? You know, if you want to walk tomorrow, you give me, you sell it, and here's the money. So both are in, involved in some level of. Uh, of, of financial turpitude, of some kind of financial, right? So now, right, now, why, why did they say, a person should think to himself. Now, by the way, the, you see from the Gemara, Nezokin is in the same category of Gezel and Hamsan. Because at the end of the day, you're paying, you have to restore to a person something that you've taken from him. So it goes, right, because, we're, because the Torah really only says it by, by uh, Nezek. But Kalvach Omer, if by Nezek you have to pay Idis, so they have, because Lanin and Chamsanim have to do it as well. But why? So therefore, like this. So therefore, Shayomar Adam, a person should think to himself, Lamani Goiz, Lamani Chemis. He says, listen, I'm interested in financial gain. But if at the end of the day I'm stealing, or I'm forcing him to sell something to me, now, if Chachamim show up later and I'm taken to court and I'm not able to pay back, What's going to end up happening? They're going to have to pay. I'm going to have to give my highest quality of land. So the reason why it's the highest quality of land is to deflect or defer people thinking I'm going to take financial advantage of you know. That's it's a great. That, so it's a penalty and it's a takona for tikkun olam. But who's making the takona? The Torah is making it. That's going like the sheet of Rabbi Shimon. And then our Mishnah can go like Rabbi Akiva as well. So therefore, so therefore, so therefore, the mama nichoim is the machar based in Yerdin. Tomorrow they're going to come uh, to my nichsei. They're going to come down to my lands. But note in sod and no, and take my best properties. So therefore, like this. 
Continuing with the same thought. I'm sorry. And they were going to rely on what's written in the Torah. So therefore, it is therefore, because of this reason, they said, the Torah says, it is uh, in order to deflect or, def- uh, or to uh, dissuade people from financially taking advantage when they know they could end up losing their best properties. Continuing. Now, why is it that the Chachamim, now this actually is a Takonas Chachamim, that you, you borrow money from a person, he comes back, uh, he comes after you, you don't have cash, it goes to your land, he's allowed to collect your Bainanis. Why? Very interesting thing. Let's say you know somebody literally has nothing. A guy has no money, he, 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 and so therefore you know he's going to need a loan. But you are a smart guy, he's not going to be able to pay you, and he has a piece of property I've been trying to buy for years. He's not willing to sell you. You're going to lend him the money and go and collect from his best property. Comes to teach you, you cannot take his best property. Chachamim, in order to avoid that scenario from happening, they only allow you to take from what? From his bayonets, from his average property, not his best property, to avoid that. What's that? He doesn't have, he doesn't have. But that's the reason they made that takhana. So what it says as follows. So therefore, his beautiful house, property, a beautiful house. Well, then I'm going to jump up and lend him. I know he needs the money. In order that I should be able to pay back, to collect back. He doesn't, I'm going to collect from him. He doesn't have the money to pay. As part of my loan, as part of my debt, and I will get it. Therefore, they said that is only allowed to collect from Bainus. So Mara says like this, using that logic, then why didn't you make it even better? Why don't you make him then collect from Ziburis? I mean, that would even, that for sure you can, you know, can persuade people okay. not, persuade them doing it. So therefore, it's the Elamata Yehbe Ziburis. The one is going to say like this, listen, the bottom line is, the world requires people lending money. If I lend money and I know that the only thing I'm going to be able to get back is inferior quality, the worst quality, people are going to stop lending money. So therefore, we want to make it exciting enough to, that, that the guy's going to want to lend the money, but not so exciting that he's able to go ahead and get the best properties from a person. Then again, Ata Noel Delis with Neilovin, a very interesting question. Noel Delis with Neilovin, you're going to lock up the door from the lenders. Right? You lock up, you're not going to lend money anymore, right? It's like the inter- high interest rates. High interest rates, people don't want to lend money. So therefore, the people don't want to borrow money over here. People aren't going to, here it's the other way around. People aren't going to want to lend money because they know that they have Right, right. So now, let's go to the next case. Suvas Isha. Now, Suvas Isha, we said, she does collect Mina Zaburis, right? So Suvas Isha, Zaburis, right? That was Dibra of Yehuda. But Meritaka held the goes with Bain, and it's like a regular chov. But Rabbi Yehuda says that even by Aksumas Isha, it's downgraded from a regular chov, and it goes to Ziburis. So what's the machlokus over here? So I'm Rabbi Shimon. Let's explain the Chacham and Yehuda Shita first. Why is Aksumas Isha from Ziburis? He says like this. Very interesting psychological an- analysis. Who do you think want to be married more? Men or women? Women. That's what they say. Then, women want to be married more than men. Therefore, in such a case, we say like this. It's true. Normally, if you knock it down to Zaburis by a lender, people aren't going to lend money. But by an Isha... Yeah. But again, it's the same problem. We don't want women saying, look, look how nice this guy's house is. Look how nice the property is. I'll marry him. 
When I get my ksuva, that's going to all be mine. Today it's like 50% of mine. But no, you can't do that because you're not going to get his best. Someone says, okay, make it second best. No, we're going to push it all the way down. We don't want that being the reason why women are motives are ever going to be from a ziburus. I, what am I, like the same thing, they're not going to want to land, they're not going to want to get married, and it's not a problem. Why? They want to. They want to. <laughs> That's what Yehuda. Rab, Rab Meir says, hey, you can't rely on it. A woman, if she thinks it's a bad deal, she won't take it. She won't. So therefore, he says, at least sweeten the deal a little bit. How do you sweeten it? Push it up to Bayonis. That's according to Rav Meir. So Moshe says like this. So she yoser mimasha ish rotsa liso ha'isha rotsa linose. That's from Rav Yehuda. Women want to get married more than men. Davar Acher. Now that now the, the Gemara now says Davar Acher seems to be a, this, an, another answer to why it's bay, why it's ziburis and not Bayonis. We're going to see it doesn't seem to stim. So Davar Acher. Another reason is isha yotsa l'rotsona shlerotsona. A woman. You can divorce whether she wants to or not. Before the Cherem Rabbeinu Gershom. Cherem Rabbeinu Gershom, people always remember the Cherem that you're not allowed to marry more than one woman. There was a second part of the Cherem Rabbeinu Gershom. You also get cannot be Balkorcha. She has to agree to a get. But back in the day, there I saw, I don't need to ask any questions. I can be Megarej without. So therefore, like this, it says that Isha Yotza Lutzona Shalotzona, Vaish Eina Motzia Ela Lutzona. But a man, on the other hand, he can't be forced. There's a base thing that does it, but you have to still have to say that I agree. But without a man agreeing, you cannot force a divorce. Now the Moran says like this, my Dabar Akhar, how's this Dabar Akhar, this distinction, that he can divorce her whether she likes it or not, but you can't divorce, he can't be forced to divorce her, how does that explain anything to do with Bainanis, Aburis, it, it doesn't seem to, Moran says, you're right, it's coming to answer a different question. The Dabar Akhar is not going back on the issue we're dealing with is coming to answer another question. What's this coming to answer? The more is going to say it like this, that I understand the purpose of Ksuvo, right, is that a man, since he can, he divorces his wife, right, at a whim, technically, so it's like almost a penalty. You're going to divorce her, there's going to be a financial fee associated. What's that financial fee called? Ksuvo. Now, what happens if the woman drives the man crazy, makes him so crazy that he has to divorce her? So now you would think, Lachora, why didn't they establish the same thing? In such a case, she should, pay him. She should have to pay him. Right? The same way as that when he divorces her, he has to pay her, so then she should have to pay him if she's, she's driving him crazy. Now, there is such a thing, by the way, if she does like Arias or something, she got involved, she loses her ksuba. There is such a penalty. It doesn't have to be those cases. No, why just makes it completely they can't live in the house with her anymore? Okay, so then why shouldn't she pay him if he has to divorce her? That's the course answer. So let's see inside. The chitema, ki ihu. Just as when he kicks her out, when he discharges her, takimul rabbonon ksuba mine, the chacham establishes there's a final financial penalty from him, right? Kinafke ihi, so therefore, where she's forcing him, she's pushing him out. So therefore, also she should have to give him a ksuba. You want equality? Let it go both ways. Right now, as you see, that's the way. Fifty percent, fifty. Sometimes the women are earning more; they have to pay uh, alimony to the to the husband. Right? That's what they're asking. Right? So one says like that. Toshema. The one answers as follows. That's the answer because a man doesn't have to ask the woman to divorce her. You can't, she, he does not, she can be forced. At the end of the day, even, no matter how much she drives him crazy, he, he can leave the house. Anyway. But he can leave her hanging. He doesn't have to give her that. At the end of the day, he can say, listen, if you don't stop doing that, I'm, just walking out. I'm walking out, you're going to be in Aguna. Therefore, we don't need to have a financial penalty over there.
That's the point. The Tashima. Isha Yotzel or Tzorosh or That the man, he doesn't have to ask her any questions. He can divorce her. But Aish, ain't a motzi. He doesn't have to divorce her. Only only if he agrees to it. Evshed the Gita. He can handle the get over her. He can hold the get over. You don't stop behaving. Don't stop behaving. Now, obviously, we're not encouraging creating agunas over here. But what it means is that if it's a situation... That leverage, if it's used at the right point, therefore there's no financial penalty going the other way. Gentlemen, we'll stop over here. Why do you have the two guys 